Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Pods Unchained, the podcast where we talk about all things blockchains, NFTs, a little bit of Gods Unchained, and a whole lot of NFTs. Uh, Joining me as always is my friend Caution Fun. Caution uh, has the grace of a swan, the wisdom of an owl, and the eye of an eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. Nice. R.I.P. R.I.P. Norm. Oh, I miss him. I know he's one of your faves. Yeah, he's my hero, unequivocally. Um, I know. Great guy. Miss him already. Um, gone Me too, too soon. But, um, I mean, past that, I, hey, let's... Uh, Celebrate the, the Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on to happier thoughts and things there. Um, how, how are you, Kaffer? I well? am... Eh, can't complain. That's the spirit. <laughs> I go, actually, I could. I, I could go on for an hour, I guess. Get out. You? <laughs> I uh, I didn't play the weekend rank this past weekend in God's Unchained. Uh, oh, me neither. I was, I was uh, so worried. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brutal. Oh, it's just brutal. We can just skip that part. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do our obligatory how have they not fixed Enduring Shield yet. Um, and then... It's uh, weird. It's <laughs> weird. You would, you would think, like... It, there's one move to make, right, that would make people love you right now if you're in charge of balance in God's Unchained. And there's one move that would make people love you all over again, right? And that is nerfing Enduring Shield and getting rid of Onslaught. Oh. And, like, like the digging in the heels straight refusal to do it. I don't get it. Do you not want adulation from, like, the entire community? I, I don't get it. Just be a hero. Press the button. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. But uh, so yeah, nothing nothing exciting in terms of the the past weekend. But um, also uh, this weekend we got some new god powers. Uh, they are now live in the game. Um, have you played yet since the new god powers are live? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How do you oh, feel yeah. about all them new god powers? Uh, some some bad, some good. Back to you, Copper. No, um, <laughs> uh, I, I like it because it's new and different. Um, oh, a relief. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, anything tangible development-wise, like, I will latch on to, and, yeah, no, I'm just going to milk it for all it's worth. <sighs> um, it has opened up a couple of cool archetypes as well. Um, you know, I, th- I think some are overpowered. I think it's ridiculous that some have been kept around looking at you, Onslaught. And, uh, you know, but nevertheless, it, um, you know, lowering the power level, I guess, overall of, uh, the God powers. I think that's also a good thing. Um, I know they said in that announcement post, their goal was to emphasize deck building a bit more and, you know, the cards themselves rather than just the power of your God power. And, uh, I definitely think it's gone a long way in accomplishing that. Um, so yeah, no, I've been, uh, really really enjoying myself how's about you uh, i mean like i i agree that they did lower the power level of many god powers but um it certainly feels like a couple of them are much better than the rest oh yeah and uh so i think that leads to some imbalance but i mean i agree that it's just nice to finally have anything new but i, I don't particularly enjoy the delve mechanics bringing people uh, bronze gates with plus two health like I'm not like everybody is playing diligent architect and why wouldn't you I mean we all want to get our hands on the new cards but the new cards 
are definitely That's more really powerful funny. than <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I I well, I, I've played like twenty games or so since the new GPS and the uh, the new set or you know or pseudo launched. Um, mm-hmm. You know, meaning that yeah, you could delve or like add them randomly to your. You can generate uh, divine order cards, but. Uh, I haven't seen anybody play the Diligent Architect. That's a really, really? funny interaction. That's also like really, really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the bronze gate with plus two health. Oh. I'm like, you can pip up into that architect on turn two, right? Yep. Whew, yeah. And Ugh. then drop that bronze gate. with. It's like a two, well, it's normally a two four, right? So it's a two six with one armor. Yeah. Oh. Pyramid Warden stats, plus one armor, no downside. Oh. Good lord. Oh. Well, the fact that I haven't seen it probably explains uh-huh. why I haven't lost yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so definitely not looking forward to seeing that on the weekend. But uh, yeah, man, oh, man. yeah, ah. it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of scary. Um, yeah, I got my hands on a couple of the new cards that way, and some it's, honestly though the Diligent Architect. Like the last couple times I played it, I got some really bad draws. Like there's a lot of can attack structures in the new set, and like some of them are just like some of them literally you need to be playing a specific god. So like if like one of them's like can attack, but then like every war creature you play, like buff that war creature. And it's like, all right, well, I was playing Deception or whatever. It's like I can't so I obviously can't choose that one. And then another one of my choices was like nature or whatever and obviously you can't choose that one and it was like the, the third option was horrible so it was like what i forget what i ended up taking but so the the diligent architect still can backfire but uh when when you high roll like a bronze gate um or there's a handful of other really good ones what's that vault lock one called i forget what but it's like a three three normally with one armor and then uh, afterlife, when you're when it when it dies, uh, your your opponent draws two cards. Um, that one I've I've gotten a number of times, and a three five with one armor uh, is for for three mana, I believe it is is just insane. Sheesh. Yeah, so I I'm not thrilled about that just because like I, I'm playing in the TS tournament, you know. I know you are too, but like <laughs> I need to win in order to get in and. Uh, I just don't think I can win that many coin flips if people are all just playing like these delve type decks. Like someone's gonna someone's gonna eye roll Bronze Gate and then uh all right, GG's. Yeah, that really does uh widen the range of outcomes there. Yeah. Um maybe maybe we put Diligent Architect on the ban list. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's 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 I mean, again, uh overall I'm I'm happy to see any progress whatsoever. And hopefully it means that we are close to the new set, but uh, you just never know. Like they're they're allergic to giving us dates or even time frames. So for all we know, it could literally launch while we're recording this podcast, or it might not launch until literally six months from now. We just have no idea. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's funny. We we finally got one nailed down date today. Hmm. Uh, you know. In reference to the uh, IMX snapshot date, there oh. uh, nothing to do with the new set or nothing, uh, nothing to do with you know any gameplay developments, but um, yeah, maybe maybe uh, is it is it too much to ask for those to happen on the same week? Oh man, 
yeah, it's probably way too much. Um, yeah, <laughs> got to temper my expectations. Uh, yeah, right? ha- uh, happiness is 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 expectations minus reality, right? Uh, so yeah, I got to bring those back down to. Heard happiness is a earth. fish that you cannot catch. Happiness is a whole bunch of things. <laughs> <laughs> the, the long long story short, we're probably not getting the new set next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I can tell you that the the date and time of the snapshot for IMX is September twenty first, which is next Tuesday at eleven fifty nine p.m. UTC. Uh, which, if you're on the east coast of the United States, uh, that is. 7:59 p.m. on Tuesday. 7:59 p.m. on the 21st is when the snapshot will be taken for IMX. Um, so you gotta have whatever cards you want to count towards the uh, point totals before that time. And um, we also learned today uh, when they announced this that. Um, first of all, the U.S. was supposed to get IMX, uh, so I bought some stupidly expensive gold Epic cards. Uh, I'd still like a refund for that. Um, that that rug got pulled right out from underneath. But then they said, "All right, well, you get ETH." Uh, then today they now say no ETH. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but, uh, just when you're finally standing back up on that rug, they yank it out again, and uh, now we get USDC, which is uh, <laughs> yeah. Why uh, on God's green flat earth would I want USDC? Farming. I don't know what that means. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not into this D5 farming nonsense, so. I just wanted some ETH. It's, it's nonsense. You wouldn't like it. Yeah, I'm not into making monies. I just I like to uh, <laughs> <laughs> just give me that sweet, sweet ETH. I was just going to hodl it forever. And Well, now instead we get USDC. I don't, I don't even know what to think anymore. I'm sure it'll change again in the next week. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. They did. All right, so to their credit, they posted a screenshot, which I, I believe this screenshot was added today. They, they keep updating the same exact article that's been posted for like two months or three months now. So I'm not sure what is new and what's not new, but um, they posted a screenshot of the way that it will be looking to detect your citizenship. So hmm. if you're in the United States of America, you are not supposed to get IMX. However, if you use a VPN, it looks like you're in a different country caution. And, well, actually, um, it's interesting you bring that up. In related news, um, I'm actually I, I'm moving to Europe. Congratulations! Uh, I heard about this. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, it's uh, should be good. Excited I, to, uh, you know, across the pond, as they say. <laughs> I and in fact, uh, we weren't going to announce this, but I'm actually going to be on vacation with you, and um, I'm looking forward to that vacation. Roomies. <laughs> I wasn't planning on going on vacation with you, Caution, uh, but then uh, Immutable announced today that they just got a $60 million uh, Series B. $60 million with an M. Yeah, so now suddenly they might have some money, uh, so it might be worth traveling to Europe to um, hold out hope that they can <laughs> right the reins of this ship. 
I heard hopium is legal in Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, in all sincerity, though, uh, I hope you enjoy your trip. Are you really going to do that? Is that really the route you're taking? Have you decided yet? I haven't decided, to be honest. I really haven't decided. I, I, want, well, I wanted ETH, to be honest. At this point, I was just like, just give me ETH. But Wait, are, now, are we being serious? I'm or being doing serious. I'm no more bit. Oh, <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, I'm... Uh... I, I, I yeah i'm moving <laughs> <laughs> very nice very nice congratulations uh it's just it's what i signed up for it's just I it's know. what i signed up for it's what i want so you know hey if uh if gary gensler wants to bring the hammer down on me so be it yeah uh gary gensler can eat a dick moving on hey he's protecting us from getting free money aren't we? <laughs> we're thankful uh, well, you know what? So, so in related news to to uh, the USA being banned from crypto, uh, Ember Sword <laughs> uh, actually announced today that um, like they, they they had like a land sale. Uh, I had an application for it, by the way. Um, they didn't choose me. Uh, uh, I guess they don't want me to promote their game for them or whatever. Like I, I don't know. But, um, you know, yeah, pick other people who are just going to flip the plots immediately for 10x. Yeah. All right, cool. Good job, Ember Sword. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Uh, you're on dead top... to him. Yeah. <laughs> but on top of... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, but on top of the fact that they're dead to me for that reason, they're pulling the same uh, same IMX stuff that uh, they're, they're going to do some, like, airdrop or, like, anybody who has, like, this badge from the land sale, uh, which even if you didn't get the land, if you, like, didn't essay i think for the land sale you still get the badge but if you're in the united states wait, wait an essay yeah you had to do an essay in order to like, legitimately like work yeah that's why i'm like i'm like why didn't you pick me like i literally was like dude i run a blockchain community and like i did youtube i did a youtube video for them like i'm promoting them and they're like no i'm beginning to think companies don't like me promoting them and that's fine you know what that's so I'm gonna keep playing games Y'all can do whatever you want. Yeah, but when I when I release Caution Coin, people are gonna have to do the math section of the SAT, <laughs> and whatever your score is, that's how many you get. Sweet. That's I'm so a... funny. Write an essay. Well, so, well, so basically, <laughs> that's it was... a red flag. <laughs> no, 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 no. So they they they, they did a land sale, right? And they like every right. single NFT project in the entire universe to date, other than uh, those NBA cards, I believe. Uh, completely fucked it up. And everybody was left steaming mad. Nobody got the lands that they wanted, except for probably some a-hole with, like, a bot that, like, bought up all the land. So then they were like, all right, well, we have a bunch more land that we were going to use, like, in the second drop. But, like, the same thing's going to happen, I guess. Uh, but they really wanted to make sure people, like, who actually cared about the game and were going to, like, you know, be part of the community were getting the lands instead of just people trying to flip them. So, you know, you had to write, like, a little essay, like... Hi, my name's Copper Pitch, and I uh, here's a YouTube video I did about you guys, and here you know, like all that kind of stuff, and like you'd think they'd be like, "Oh, cool." That's what I heard that they were like giving content creators like the priority, but I guess not. And then they also then said, "Okay, well, you get a badge even if you don't get land, and everybody who holds the badge gets this uh, token drop, whatever their ember, I think it's called embers, I think is their coin or whatever it is, um, and you're gonna get like." whatever however many dollars in embers and then um they said for all of 2022 uh whoever if you're in the u.s you don't get the coin like if you have a badge sorry you don't get the airdrop so like honestly 
I'm I, like the USA is just a shithole third world country that I can't. I don't want to live here anymore. I'm coming wow. with you to Europe. <laughs> um, damn. Uh, <laughs> that's tough, man. Yeah, no, I remember looking into Ember Sword, and uh, the numbers just did not check out for me personally, um, as far as like reaching an ROI on any kind of reasonable time frame. Um, well, also, all you gotta like, do is just, the ones... you could flip your land for literally like thirty x. Yeah, but like, you know, that's just that's that's baseless speculation at that point which like i'm not saying it's not going to work for a lot of people it very well might it's just not my cup of tea yeah, yeah. um but that's uh that's really interesting i don't get this like recent trend of like you know crypto projects kowtowing to u.s regulators even when they have like development <sighs> teams abroad i like not only does it seem counterproductive to like their own ends but it it just it it goes against the uh, crypto ethos, I guess, from my perspective. Just like you know, yeah, we're supposed to be creating an economy free of those regulators. I like, know. like let's 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 focus on that, not just you know, build the app store on Ethereum. <laughs> that's know? exactly that, yeah. That's that what I was going to say. Sense. Basically, we've just recreated like they're just a different type of centralized payment processor, except worse because they have to ban certain countries. <laughs> Like, uh, just don't use the blockchain then. Just, just use credit cards and a, a, an access database. Yeah, I don't know. It's a thorny situation, I guess. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, I get that it it it's not ideal, but like like you said, like don't don't just like, uh, God, it's it's you're putting your player base in in just such a bad situation where you're like, look, everybody's gonna get rewarded, uh, but not the United States. Uh, not our supporters who were here from the beginning. Like, you know, it's like, but, but there are ways around it. Be decentralized enough. And um, yeah, I mean, like, I know that I know that other games have done it in the past. Splinterlands, Alluvium. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's doable. It's not like it's like this mystery that they can't crack. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't Absolutely. know. It's definitely infuriating, but yeah. And, and then, I mean, in IMX's case to just continuously like move this goalpost where it's like oh u.s supporters should buy up all the cards okay we did okay psych you actually don't get any imx you get eth oh okay actually you don't get eth you get usdc like who knows when it ends i don't know man i'm i'm tired i'm tired caution (laughs) i need a nap same man (laughs) (laughs) it's too much to keep up with but uh speaking of i still got a pack oh yeah that's true (laughs) 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 uh speaking of splinterlands though um we have a whole segment on other nft stuff and um i think you've got some stuff to talk about caution yeah well i mean yeah you brought up splinterlands and i don't know i think if you're a uh play to earn game video game you know Mm -hmm. uh splinterlands has put forward the blueprint for you um just you know follow what they do honestly the economy that they've built and like their robust tools that they've built like right into the client browser-based client it's just insanity like everything is just so well developed and like i don't know i i just i really every single step they take seems to be in the right direction and uh 
seems to benefit their existing player base and new players alike. Um, and, you know, part and parcel of that is uh, their reward system, you know, that you get for playing. There's a couple of in-game currencies that you just earn as you play, but there's also sets of cards similar to the core set in Gods Unchained uh, that you can earn in rewards chests, you know, as you play, as you complete your daily quests, and at the end of each season, which is two weeks long, and you just play as well as you can, and you get a bunch of chests at the end. Uh-huh. And um, the way they do it is pretty interesting. All of them are tradable as soon as you open them. Um, and each card, you know, they'll release like sets of these reward cards and they'll have like a limited quantity available, right? So it'll be like, say, 100,000 of each comet and like 50,000 of each rare or whatever. And, um, you know, as people earn them and, you know, it reaches that max cap, you know, of availability, they'll just release a new set of rewards cards. So it, it's a way of like helping to preserve the value of the old rewards cards, right? Like, you know, you know that if you hold on to your rewards cards, eventually there won't be any more generated. So, like, you know, if more people want them than want to get rid of them, the price should go up. That it just completely removes the sell pressure at a certain point, um, and they just keep replenishing the available rewards with new cards that people are going to want access to. Uh, so it's a great system. Absolutely love it. It would be kind of like if they were if Gods Unchained was like, okay, for the next month. Like, it's all neutral cards and, like, core packs. And then, like, once those are full up, like, it's all, you know, magic cards and core packs, like, that kind of thing, you know? And then when they're all filled out, they would just release a new set of cards for people to earn. It's really neat. I love it. And uh, just this past week, they released a new set of rewards cards because the previous ones were getting pretty capped out. And, uh, yeah, just, (laughs) again, it's like a whole new game. Uh, You know, I've seen people in... uh, our discord with team stream team we have a little guild uh that we've been working on there and you know i see a bunch of people opening the new the new cards you know and just seem to be super stoked on it brings a whole bunch of new strategies into the game um yeah could you just i, I commend the splinterlands team on uh what they've built so far what they continue to build and uh yeah this was just the latest exciting drop a single tear just rolled down my cheek it's not too late, bro. I got a ref link for you. <laughs> I honestly, I find the game just intolerably boring. But like the rest of it, just sounds absolutely phenomenal. Like, no, like I, I love yeah. the idea of like seasons, especially and like getting rewards like at the end of the season. Like, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah. It would be like if weekend ranked was like two weeks long. Yeah, I wish it was more it's like a stuff. month or like 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 Magic the Gathering Arena does like every month. Like, there's like a season and then like whatever your rank. Is I believe at the Hearthstone end. is every month as okay. well, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think Rune Terra was, but I didn't really play Hearthstone that much. Yeah, yeah, no, it's super fair. But um, and also super fair opinion. I know a lot of people share that opinion when they first start playing Splinterlands. But I will say, you know, when your card pool is at its smallest, because it's an auto battler and all of the strategy is just in setting your lineup before mm. the game starts. You have that two and a half minute window to set your lineup, right. and you have such a limited card pool. The there's only like you know two or three viable paths to take each game right right so yeah i can totally see it being a little boring and a little monotonous at first um but once you build out that collection or if you're willing to splash you know 10 20 to build out your collection right from the get uh there's a lot of paths that open up and uh you know sometimes i find myself running out of time just because there are so many different strategies i could employ in the same matchup and uh you know, now, now what, that all that all comes with a bigger card pool. So right, that makes sense. I totally get it. When it comes to the tokenomics, uh, you can you can stake your what's it called SLS. 
SPS, yes, SPS. Splinter Shards. Wait, so you can stake it, but even though you live in the United States of America? Oh, yeah, so they, they uh, based on, like, your collection, a no, whole bunch of nope. things about your collection. No, that can't be real. <laughs> you get daily airdrops Hang on, I'm calling, for 365 I'm calling Gary. straight days. <laughs> I think we're on day 51 or 52. Hello, Gary. And, uh, every day. Yeah, have... fun is... Uh... <laughs> Don't rap me, huh? So many players. There's, hundreds, there's thousands of players. Sorry, sorry. Look at, look over there. Um, no, but uh, no, yeah, you get uh, I, I get splinter shards that I can claim every day, yeah, that's and sick. Uh, I can stake them and earn more splinter shards for staking them. They have you know government governance token aspects, and oh. they're releasing their new set, uh, you know, their new like expansion set in a couple of weeks. And they know that it's going to sell out. Like, wait, wait, sure. wait, wait, wait. The uh, set's coming out in a couple of weeks, and they gave you a date. Uh, no, no hard date. But oh, um, thank God! I, know, would, I literally they, would have just flipped my desk. Well, I, so here's something that might get you to anyway. Oh um, no! They they uh, they said that you know the new set was like in development, et cetera, et cetera. Like you know maybe like two months ago or whatever. And as soon as the previous set sold out. They announced that, like, you know, it'll be coming in the next, like, two to three months. And it actually looks like it's going to release a little oh. early. So, oh. um, but <laughs> but they know it's going to sell out. Same as the problem with that Ember Sword sale, you know, just people mm. botting and people looking for a quick flip. Um, so their way of combating that is they will be airdropping these vouchers to people who stake the Splinter Shards token. And, uh, you know, if the more Splinter Shards tokens you have staked, the more vouchers you'll receive in the airdrop. And each airdrop, each voucher is just a claim to be able to purchase a pack. So, like, it's not, wow. you know, it's not a coupon. It's not, it's not a pack itself. It's just right. if you have one voucher, that means you're allowed to purchase one pack. And that's their way of uh, preventing bots from just, you know, well, do you, do you know taking the, out the entire sale. Do you know what the entire supply sale is? Like you, uh, I believe they said 3.5 million packs. I could be wrong on that. How much? How much is me. it? How much is a pack? I believe two dollars. So we, we did get hard numbers. Actually, I know this is the other NFT section, uh, but um, well, I want to jump back to GU real quick because we actually did get uh, full circle. Yeah, hard numbers actually on GU this past week that there was going to be six million dollars in Divine Order packs during what they call like um like it's like a discount period but the discount like gets less and less for every pack that's bought which by the way i hate um but i don't know what don't i hate anymore at this point right um <laughs> me hopefully <laughs> oh i love you oh man likewise <laughs> one love dude <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, so 6 million, and then that's just during, like, what they're calling the pre, or p a discount phase or whatever. But then they didn't give, like, a hard number beyond that. But it was interesting to me that they are upping the, like, every other set, the entirety of the set has been 4 million. Um, this one is already going to be 6 million plus anything after this initial discount phase. What do you think about that? Like, is that, and, and basically... I bring this up as well because for Splinterlands, uh, like if they're worried about this stuff, they're creating artificial scarcity. And look, I get that that's going to exist in the world of blockchains, but like, I don't know. The more I exist around artificial scarcity, the more I think it's complete and utter bullshit. 
uh, designed just to create FOMO and hype. And uh, but what it ultimately does is it burns your fan base. For instance, I loved the idea of Ember Sword. Now I've been burned twice by them not getting land. Uh, I I tried desperately to get land during the actual sale when there was like a drop and their website completely crapped out. Couldn't even get it to load. And then uh, I spent all this time writing a big long three page essay for their second thing and I get burned on that. And all because they decided this fake number of how many land plots there should be. Well, yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, like, if it's unlimited, there might not be as much incentive to buy. Right. Uh, so I guess I get that. Um, I'm le- just learning about those cap numbers for uh, the new Gods Unchained set. That's interesting. Um, yeah. But real quick, I do I do want to mention, that's why I love that voucher program so much, because, like, the mm. only way that you're able to get Splinter Shards is by, you know, having played the game or invested in the game yeah, already. Cool. You know? So, like, y- you said, like, it prevents you know your product from getting into the hands of your supporters mm, yeah uh, you know that it's a great way that splinterlands has yeah you know, taken it upon themselves to guarantee that the only people or at least the people who have first priority to purchase packs are the players themselves um so just yeah again <laughs> hats off to i i can't there's not a single thing about splinterlands <laughs> i can complain about quite frankly which is you know a nice change of pace but um uh, <laughs> Did you say, uh, with regards to the Gods Unchained sale, um, so it's 6 million during this pre-sale period, but um, once that runs out, does that just mean the discount runs out and they're still for sale? Is yeah, there like a max cap, like total? Yeah, that's, that that's, we know of? Uh, as far as I'm aware, there is no max cap total that is known. And yeah, that 6 million is just the discount. Once the discount is gone, uh, that uh, the discount ends like at the 6 millionth pack or, or 6 millionth dollar of packs or whatever. And then after that, it sounds like they're still not telling us, but that they're maybe they'll, you know, I, my guess is they want to do this so they could play a waiting game and, and maybe see how long it takes and then judge from that and kind of say like, oh, it's actually only going to be six million total. Like if it's not selling and then if it's like selling like hotcakes, be like, oh, it's 12 million after the pre-sale. You know what I mean? So, But I don't know if they have to program all that into the smart contract before they release it fully so i, I would imagine sure. they would yeah. it's really really interesting um yeah and it sounded and like a rolling 20 percent, like like where it like it's less and less after every single pack which oh yeah i saw that the linearly disappearing yeah, discount that's pretty neat i don't think um, it's neat i hate it um because like there's gonna be yeah. a let's say that there's <laughs> I'm a, a pretty well, different to be honest well yeah, yeah okay let's say that they're let's say that they have you know, figure out that there's going to be $6 million of demand up front in this discount period. And, it, and like, you know, people bombard the website on day one and like some whales try and buy like a million dollars of packs. Um, and you're trying to buy packs too. Right. But then uh, you don't get your packs yeah. through on day one. Someone like <laughs> all these other people buy all these packs. They're getting a 20% discount and you get like a 10% discount the next day or whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like you said, just it's a great mechanism for creating uh, FOMO, uh, and you know, uh, but I, you know, I'm uh, sure the marketing team wouldn't call it FOMO; they'd probably call it excitement. Yeah, um, but you know, I saw so like I I true. understand the uh, the incentive there behind it, but yeah, I hate it. Um, that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, that said, you know, last time around, I remember there was, uh, I believe it was same 20% discount, right? Um, at first for like, you know, a couple of weeks or something. Yeah, um, it was in that ballpark. Right. So like, you know, I remember uh, spending like a whole ETH 
on packs uh, when ETH was like $400 because oh. I wanted to take advantage of that 20% discount. And then, uh, you know, like a month later, you know, ETH like 4X'd. Uh, oh. So it was actually like a 300% premium I ended up paying. So, oh. um, you know, I'm going to try to avoid making that mistake this time around. But um, I'll definitely have to reassess where my collection is at after I crack open all of those rewards packs. Uh, you know, because I would definitely like to uh, get myself a fair shot at unpacking a full set. Um, yeah, I mean, that I said, think... these are also tradable right from the get, right? So, like, it's going to be really uh, interesting uh, dynamics. Are you sure about that? I mean, that's what I'm, uh, as far as I know. <laughs> Wasn't uh, that the plan? Uh, I mean, I feel like they kind of discussed maybe changing it so they weren't locked until balancing, but I, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're, I feel like they were pretty explicit about like, they want this to be, these to be tradable during the balancing period. Yeah. But that was months ago that they said that, right? Like, like, yeah, I mean, it sucks that we can't, you know, say like, well, they said it, so that's how it'll be. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like they said, they said the the ETH thing like two weeks ago or three weeks ago and then they changed (laughs) it to USD today. Like, you know, it's such a shame What I would give for sham, sham you meant such a sham. the, the only the only the only predictable thing is that every day when I wake up, onslaught's still gonna be there. It's oh. insane. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> oh. uh, sorry. Let's get out of the GU world and back into the other NFT world. Caution, because that's what we were talking about. I derailed it. I apologize. What else you got for me in the world of other NFTs? Uh, not much as far as other NFTs go. Or um, our crypto things. Tell me about the world of crypto. Caution. Uh, well, <laughs> we had one of the craziest Mondays that I remember having in a long time. One of the more tumultuous Mondays. I've been affectionately referring to it as Bloody Monday, but um, you know, I prefer feel tumultu- free to take that or leave it. I tumultuous Monday. I like. I like that. <laughs> I wish it happened on like a Tuesday, because in tumultuous Tuesday, that nice alliteration. But anyways, um, how about Mega Bad Monday? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not good. We'll work on it. We'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, but um. Nevertheless, it was crazy. Within a span of like 12 hours, the entire Solana network went down. <laughs> like it didn't produce a block for like eight Oof. hours and they had to get like an 80% consensus among validators to restart the chain. Oh my God. Insane. I've never seen a chain with that much value on it. Yeah. Get locked up for that long of a time span. It's just brutal. Terrifying if yeah. you have, you know. A fortune on there oh. so um i i hope everybody who did made it out okay um and anybody who has leverage trading Yikes. soul on any exchange yeah good luck man um and uh, at, at the during the same span of time uh the latest in layer two scaling solutions on ethereum the arbitrum optimistic roll-up there uh which you know reached an insane amount of value locked in such a quick amount of time uh i believe it passed two billion the other day and it only launched like a week and a half ago <laughs> but Jeez. um that went down for a while uh, oh, i know i know a lot less about that um you know but uh nevertheless i do know that it was not functional for an extended period of time which in the world of non-custodial crypto is yeah. a terrifying thing and then not to be outdone the nft world was like hold my beer <sighs> And uh, a couple of internet sleuths on uh, crypto Twitter there uncovered a bit of an insider trading scandal uh, on OpenSea. You know, the uh, preeminent 
NFT marketplace monopoly. Oh OpenSea. yeah, one of uh, IMX's partners. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. How about that? Um, <laughs> I think it's listed one, on the on the IMX page. Oh, that would make sense. Hey, that'd be cool if OpenSea integrated IMX tech. But yeah. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> one of their employees, <laughs> Nate something or other, uh, he was using uh like you know all alt wallet addresses to purchase nft projects and uh you know uh, just you know individual nfts from various collections that he knew were going to be listed on the open sea front page before they were listed on the open sea front page and then after they were listed on the front page he was subsequently flipping the nfts and then cashing out the ETH into his main wallet, just like tumbling it all into his main wallet. Wow. And uh, somebody found it out there. And um, yeah, crazy, right? Like apparently the guy thought, you know, his uh, you know, billion plus valuation dollar company, their entire reputation was worth about 19 and a half ETH. Um, <laughs> just like, you know, a super scummy thing to do. I don't care how you dice it. Like, Ugh. you know, I've seen a lot of people refer to it as insider trading. Um, be careful there, fellas. Um, that implies that NFTs are securities and we do not want to go there. Yeah, I But um, nevertheless, like, just, I do love it, though, because as soon as it was found out, there was a massive backlash, obviously. Uh, OpenSea issued a statement. Um, they implemented a couple of new rules. I'm, I'm, I feel like this fella still has his job because I haven't seen anything saying he no longer has his job, which is kind of crazy to me. But um, talk, talk about a breach of trust. But uh, yeah, I, I, I do love the fact that even though this space, because it's so new, it's not regulated in a legal sense. You know, like there's no regulations against like buying shilling and selling NFTs. But it is regulated in a social sense in that if you do something scummy due to the transparent nature of the blockchain, people will find out eventually and they will hold you accountable and whoever you represent. Um, so that, you know, that definitely gives me faith going forward in the uh, community there. Uh, less faith in OpenSea going forward just to, you know, do the right thing in general. Um, I mean, man, between the outages on OpenSea, between this latest uh, scandal there, um, they are just begging for some competition in the NFT marketplace space, aren't they? Uh, hey, I know of a, I know of a cool place. It's called tokentrove.com. Agreed. Big shouts, <laughs> David and Steven. Great guys by all accounts. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and I also know, uh, you know one of my personal favorite crypto projects, SushiSwap. They are launching an NFT marketplace called ShowYou, S-H-O-Y-U. Uh, in I believe October, uh, beginning of October, so just a couple of weeks. So this is fantastic timing on their part. Um, <laughs> they've just been they've just been gifted the greatest narrative, you know, <laughs> just to push on their main competition there. Um, but yeah, it it also shows the pitfalls of like allowing one company to. It's a monopoly essentially. Is there another NFT marketplace that does you know? anywhere as near the volume that OpenSea does. I don't know of any. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think so. So, um, yeah, I mean, alternative NFT marketplaces, this is definitely a bu- bullish signal for them. So, uh, you know, don't blow it, IMX. IMX. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man, fingers crossed. That would be nice if, uh, you know, if, if, if everything goes according to plan at launch, you know, if they could siphon off some of OpenSea's user base. I mean, there's never, OpenSea has never been weaker as far as you know 
Hmm. Uh, uh, I guess you know what I mean. Just like there, there, there's room there for a competitor to come in and uh, siphon, siphon off some of that user base. So it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. But what a Monday! Yeah, <laughs> it's so hectic. Tumultuous Monday. Yeah, it's like every like three hours I'm going on Twitter. I'm like, what? Another thing? <laughs> Another catastrophe? Oh, man. It's <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely wild. Only in crypto. <laughs> wow. Um, is that it? That's all for me. Anything from you? <laughs> kind of just went off there for so long. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all good. I, I love to hear about the world of uh, crypto and NFTs. I, I'm not as deep into the space maybe as, as you. Uh, the only NFT I bought in the last week, uh, I found this project on uh, Saturday, I think, and I've been eyeballing it since. I uh, bookmarked number one and number 100, and I tried to get 100, uh, but the gas was so high, so I waited, and then someone scooped me. And I'm so mad about it, but I still got I got number one. Um, nice. Uh, they're called Oodles. This is a project by Aramis of GU fame, and um, she made a uh, hundred dogs NFTs, and uh, they're on OpenSea. You can find it by searching Aramis, and uh, you can find some Oodles. Uh, I picked up number one, and then uh, I know that uh, I mentioned this project to you right before the podcast. Caution. How'd yeah. you How'd you feel? I, I saw him. I I was like, "Oh, these are cute." Uh, you told me it was Aramis, the uh, communications and uh, growth uh, manager, community manager. We're, we have a bad history of messing up titles. Oh, that's um, very true. <laughs> she's. <laughs> She's a, a, a pillar of the Gods and Jane community. Let's Absol go with that. Um, Absolutely. Right? Is that safe? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, shouts, yeah. Aramis. Great. Uh, every time I've interacted with her, it's been a wonderful experience. Um, but yeah, once I found out it was by her, I ended up scooping number scooped 69. It. Scooped and, uh, it instantly. Yeah, they're, they're adorable. What can you do? <laughs> Sorry, adorable. Oh. It's, it's, it's impossible Woof. for me to pass on that. I, I bet I'd, I'd give him a K10. Oh, sorry, I'm done. <laughs> Are you? I feel like you've got at least two more. Oh, so many more. You need, you need more? <laughs> Please, one more. Hit me with one more, and we'll move on. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, pass. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's the only NFT that I bought uh, in the last week, um, personally. But uh, yeah. So I mean, so. I mean, I'm fully disclosing that both Caution and I purchased one of these before the podcast started uh, because yes. we also talked about people buying things and um, then shilling or, or whatever and then and then secretly selling the things that they bought. So that is not what we're doing. We're fully disclosing that we to collectively own 2% of all of the oodles in existence. <laughs> Damn, we sound like whales. It's, it's, we each own one and there's only 100. So um, Yeah. Yeah, so, that said, I definitely bought it to keep and uh, support Aramis there. So, oh, I'm flipping yeah, it no for, for three a... ETH instantly. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sold. I'll, I'll give you four. Oh, shoot. I should have listed it higher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys can check that out if you would like. Um, and um, let's see if we've got some community questions this week. Uh, we've got a couple, actually. We've got a question from... A player named 
Puggy, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He says, uh, newbie player down here in level nine. Thanks so much for all your content. It's been really helpful for a newbie coming in. One question I do have. What do I need to do to be ready for Divine Order release? Do I need to be ready to buy packs, single cards on Token Trove, load IMX with ETH, and so on? As a newbie, I feel this would be a good video or podcast content. Thanks again for your time, Puggy. Uh, thank you, Puggy. Uh, that is yeah, actually... Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, people who are new, they wouldn't know, right? Like, And even, quite frankly... We don't fully, fully know yet. They haven't fully just said say, what. I'm not new, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think a safe bet is having ETH on IMX. Yeah, so. I think that's that's basically what we've been kind of told is going to happen is that they're going to be, they're working on a payment processing through IMX. So I believe you will need to have money on IMX, but I bet they're also one of the things they're probably working on. But again, this is an assumption is the ability to like maybe purchase like for for one, maybe through a credit card directly onto IMX, or maybe through level layer that, one uh, onto IMX. Like credit card payment processing, like wasn't going to be a thing for this set. I thought that's I heard that's that somewhere from Derek. Yeah, that's quite possible. I know that uh, like their payment processor that they had partnered with. Um, and I say that three times fast. Payment partner, the process. Oh, nope, messed it up. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> their payment partner, they were processing payment processor i don't know but uh they uh, bailed on them basically uh the, the partner was like i'm too scared of well i guess they kind of pulled uh, an imx didn't they they were too scared of regulations or whatever and they uh bailed so uh soft <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> since then there's been no credit card purchasing available and it's been uh, i'm gonna say eight months it's been it's been a while um to quote nickelback but uh Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, wow. So, uh, I don't believe you'll be able to purchase with credit cards. That's that's just a guess. Uh, I don't know if you'll be able to purchase directly from Layer 1 in any meaningful way. Like, for instance, they are giving U.S. people USDC um, I don't know if you'll be able to somehow buy using USDC and then it bridges on to, I don't know. They haven't really given us info on that. So yeah, the best bet is to have your ETH loaded onto IMX. Um, and in terms of being ready to buy packs, uh, that sounds like you're planning on doing it like other crypto projects where, you know, if you're not there on literal moment number one, and even if you are, you still get screwed over. Um, you, this is not like that, historically speaking. Historically speaking, the sets have taken uh, six to nine months, maybe. Uh, I don't know how long Genesis was out for, but it was out for a while uh, before it sold out. So historically, it's never been the kind of thing where like, if you're not like hitting F5 and refreshing, you're screwed and you miss out on the drop. So to GU's credit, uh, thank you. I hate things that are uh, <laughs> like that with... Uh, as I just was saying, artificial scarcity, that's kind of BS. Uh, they they quite generously put the uh, the cap up very high, so it doesn't sell out instantly. Again, $6 million to a whale maybe, though, is nothing, and if they wanted to, they could probably buy the entire discounted set on day one. Now, I think the odds of that happening are zero to none. 
Uh, well, we, we should ask Strong Hands and Cuppy first <laughs> before making any assumptions. Yeah. You never know. If, again, <laughs> whales could just scoop everything. But it is interesting that so far all they've told us is $6 million for the discount, and then they don't we don't we don't know after the fact. So if that sells out in the first minute, it's not like it's not like they're all gone. So and historically the last two sets have been four million dollars. This one just during the discount is six million. So I I don't think you need to be like sitting there hitting F five. Um but I do think if you want to get the bigger piece of the discount, um you probably want to be there earlier. But again, to Caution's point, uh, ETH then, you know, 5, 6, 10x since then. Um, and so it's not necessarily a discount if it's in ETH and then ETH goes way up. Of course, ETH can also go down. That is possible. So uh, you never know what's going to happen. This is not financial advice. But um, I would say, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're looking to buy Divine Order cards, get some ETH onto IMX and then the official GU website is where you'd want to be looking um, for where you'd buy them. And single cards, uh, if you're looking to fill out your collection, to Caution's point earlier, we don't know if they're going to be tradable from the get-go. They kind of hinted at that, so maybe that will be possible. And if it is, uh, it's probably much more fiscally responsible to pick up only the cards you need as singles. Uh, although again, if you do it right at the start, there's, there's going to be a lower supply. So, um, yeah, your best bet's probably just to pick up, uh, 200 rare packs. (laughs) Oh, I pulled that number out of thin air. What do you think? Agreed. Perfect. (laughs) I don't know. D Y O R. Uh, <laughs> caution. You're the worst. Uh, <laughs> I think I handled it. You can just go back to doing whatever you're doing. No, nah, yeah, I'm sure you nailed it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to answer, uh, but it's a good question. Like, basically, the important part is just T L D D L. Too long. Didn't listen. Uh, just. It's not like other NFT drops where if you're not there in the first three seconds, you're going to miss out. So don't sweat it. You're fine. Everything will be okay. Next question. Uh, Mr. Moo asks us, yo. So (laughs) he started with yo. Yo. With an exclamation point. Yo. What up, dude? (laughs) Oh, what up? (laughs) So my question is, what are your thoughts on this part of the Reddit post from GU? Quote, game update. 0.39. 0.39. The first release of Divine Order will come in game update 0.39, seeing cards from the uh, seeing cards and new god powers available on beta before the set is available for purchase. This means you'll be able to delve Divine Order cards as well as use the new god powers once this update lands. Uh, with the most attention to the word delve, uh, there are like three common cards that can delve other cards. Uh, is this enough to shift the meta for the weekend? Are Divine Order cards powerful enough to fish for them in the delve mechanic, or maybe expansion will be released soon after patch 0.39 and it won't have an effect on the weekend ranked event? Uh, that's it. Thanks in advance. That's uh, kind you. of... Yeah. That kind of touches on the points that we were talking about earlier. So, Caution, do you think 
that being able to delve cards, are people going to be attempting? There's like stolen plans you could try and use to get some new cards. Again, the diligent architect we talked about earlier, you can try and use. Um, you know, there's a, there's a handful of cards. There's not too, too many, but there's a lot of things like in nature that can give you a random card. Um, because it's not just delve, by the way. So there might only be three yeah. delve mechanics, but there are a lot of cards that give you random cards. And um, so what do you think, Caution? What's the meta going to look like this weekend? Are people going to be trying to fish for uh, some some really powerful bronze gates? Or uh, is is we still got Onslaught? Is it just good? Is it just going to be Onslaught week number seventeen or what? Or week one hundred and seventeen? No, but uh, uh, yeah. So honestly, like the strongest interaction that I can think of that's like been brought about by you know the set being pseudo live, as we said there, um, is probably the one you brought to my attention during this podcast, picking mm. up Bronze Gate from the uh, Diligent Architect there. Um, that said, I don't think that the new cards being delvable or discoverable uh, is going to swing the meta. Uh, I think the focus should absolutely be on the new god powers being live because that will have a massive impact on the meta. Um, I'd be about willing to guarantee that. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, you know it'll have a bit of an effect. The you know the fact that you can delve and discover these cards. Uh, do I you know but. It, that'll pale in comparison to the effect that the new god powers will have on the meta in my opinion how about you um yeah i think that's fair um I, yeah I, I think i think at at the top level of play uh, i don't think people are going to be attempting to or i mean some people will but i don't think the majority of the people will be attempting to fish for cards um of, of course that's extremely swingy as i think we brought up earlier right like it's if you high roll a bronze gate you win the game but if you draw three really bad can attack cards well then you just play to three mana two two and have a dead card in your hands so i don't think we'll see too too many of the top top tier players attempting it but i yeah do, i do think just think... for the sake of fun i think i think lower tiers will will be uh playing it on mass yeah, that's super fair. The only one that I could see coming into play at, you know, mythic level is probably uh from, you know, cards generated by Jason. Mm. Um, you know, I could see a couple of the new legendaries being scooped up. Uh, you know, there's that polyhymnia wall or whatever is that it's what called. It is? Yeah, that thing that's <laughs> the the Atlantean Hydra or no, it's not Atlantean. What is it? Some some type of Hydra. Oh, etheric hydra. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, the thing that can only be killed by apocalypse now. Yeah. Um, hey, at, at least apocalypse now will finally see play. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that Jason delves are really the only ones that I think will come into play at higher levels. And again, yeah, I think the impact will pale in comparison to the impact that the new god powers will have. I mean, the new god powers have brought about entirely new archetypes. You know. Um, yeah. I don't think any delver or add a random mechanics are going to be consistent enough to, you know, build a deck around, uh, or even like prioritize in your gameplay. Um, you know, yeah. If you're, if you're, if the answer to like, if, you, if your answer is like banking on discovering a bronze game from diligent <laughs> architect, you're probably asking the wrong question. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, that's, that's mostly as it pertains to top level play, like you alluded to. Yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, thank you for that question, Mr. Moo. Mr. Uh, Moo? Okay. <laughs> uh, and so that's all the time we have for this week. We do have a couple more questions that we'll get to next time. So thank you guys so much for submitting them. Please keep them coming. Uh, you can leave voice questions uh, as well. We'll actually get to one of those next week. Big shouts to the people who have done that. And uh, you, can, you can do that on podsunchained.com. So um, make sure you guys keep those questions coming. We appreciate it, of course. And uh, caution. Until next time, it's been fun. That's what we used to do. Please take it easy, guys. I hope that is You bring so much I'm so excited for you. Things are so bright for you. I hope that is healed you. You bring so much fortitude. I'm so excited for you.